Hey, welcome to my instant reaction. Congratulations, 49ers fans. Your team is 3-0, and you guys just manhandled the New York Giants. So let's talk about it. 30-12, 18-point win. Impressive, right? Box score is impressive. How impressive was this win, really? I mean, let's be honest. Dallas Cowboys faced his team two weeks ago, beat him 40 to nothing. Niners faced Dallas here in two weeks. Two, two plus, a week and a half. Two and a half weeks, they played Dallas here. Dallas is watching this game tonight, as is everyone in the NFL. Prime time. Dallas watching this game saying, damn, how do we hang with the Niners? It was 20 to 12 after the third quarter. 20 to 12. Now, it's a Thursday night game, but okay, that affects both teams. New York was on the road, an East Coast team, Thursday night game, and they held the Niners to 20 points through three quarters. They don't have that much talent on their defense. They're not a good team. This should not have been a one-score game entering the fourth quarter. They were without Saquon Barkley, Andrew Thomas, two of their best players. Niners let this team hang around. The defense played great, but the offense really couldn't get their stuff to, uh, together until late, until player after player after player on the Giants got injured and left the game. So was it a statement win? According to the box score, it was 18 points. That's huge. 30, third consecutive game scoring 30 points. That's huge. But you watched the game. You know the Giants are putrid. And they were missing their two best players. And it's not like they played well in this game. They didn't play well. The Niners just let them hang around. Like, they had 17 points in the first half. It felt like in the first half, the Niners could have put the nail in the coffin. Made a statement blown them out but they didn't put the nail in the coffin until like halfway through the fourth quarter and Debo Samuel almost got hurt have to leave the game talk about him in a minute so on an impressive scale it was like a b in terms of impressiveness it was the least impressive 18 point win I've ever seen Last week's game wasn't impressive either they made a statement week one against the Steelers that was a statement game that's what a statement game looks like Put that team away early. Although even that game, the Niners let them hang around until about the third quarter, but at least they put them away in the third quarter. Chris McCaffrey, long run, yeah. This game, it was a game until late, and not because of anything Daniel Jones or the freaking Giants did. It was just, I don't know, the, the Niners' offense was sloppy. Anytime they tried to throw the ball more than five yards down the field, it, it was an adventure. Let's take some supers. Danny B. Kept my 60-year-old dad up for this run. Next time, Diego says, like and Steve Wilkes, second-half adjustments. Oh, yeah. J.R. Beckled says, Trey who? Brock with two elite TD, TD throws. Danny B. says, says he wants one Fernando. Base grant. One. Uno. Fernando. Santiago says, Dre Greenlaw with his 15-yard penalty is my favorite part of every game so far. He just can't stop. I asked Dre Greenlaw if I could interview him on my channel a couple weeks ago, and he said, uh, respectfully, no, I have anger issues. So, <laughs> I guess he does. Grant, what's your assessment of Kyle so far? He's doing a great job so far this season. But let's talk about Brock Purdy. 310 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, 111 quarterback rating. Great game, right? What do you think? You watched it. He padded those numbers late. His touchdown passes were really nice. 
man, he struggled in the first half. First three quarters, he had at least two passes on the first drive that got nearly intercepted. There was one pass to George Kittle that Kittle had to knock down on the first drive. I don't know what that was, but that's what I saw from Brock Purdy in training camp. A lot of those kind of passes. Passes it, almost get intercepted. He hasn't gotten picked yet this year, which is amazing. This guy is so lucky. I mean, he's good. He's not great yet, but he's good. And he's lucky. He had a pass tip today that got caught by his team. How often does that ever happen? Usually when a pass gets tipped, it gets caught by the other team if, if it gets caught by anyone, but no, not for Brock. What I saw with Brock is a guy who was under a lot of pressure, got blitzed a lot, settled in as the game went along, made some really nice check down throws to beat the blitz. But man, it was an adventure for him early in the game, getting the ball to Debo or anyone down the field. And when I say down the field, I mean more than five yards down the field. That first drive was horrendous. That first half wasn't great. And so that first game he had against the Steelers, I gave him a B plus. A lot of people thought I was being mean, harsh. Then against the Rams, I gave him a B. In this game, I gave him a B minus. I feel like he's getting a little bit worse every game or defenses are playing him a little bit better every game. I mean, this is what happens in professional sports. The more you play, the more you're exposed to the league, the more the league figures you out. So all of a sudden, you saw the Giants blitzing the hell out of Brock Purdy. And yeah, the Niners put up 30 points, but they only put up 20 through the first three quarters, and the Giants were cross-country on the road on a Thursday night game. They ran out of gas and talent. Other teams with more talent in the playoffs might see something from this game against Brock Purdy and give him the business next time they see him. The business. So I give him a B minus. Not his best performance. I thought it was his worst performance of the season. And yet, he put up 310 yards, two touchdowns, 111 pass rating, the Niners won by 18 and scored 30. So if this were a bad game, looks like for Brock Purdy, great. He can check down left and right against a team like this and win. But two weeks against two weeks from now against the, the Cowboys, I think it's going to take a little bit more. But kudos to Brock for winning again. This guy always wins. What more can you say? And, and he is the biggest bargain in professional sports. It's really hard to knock him or be too critical of him. He's, he outperforms expectations every week. He outperforms his salary every week. He's not getting a raise for a long time. Until after next season. Kyle wanted a cheap quarterback. He got a cheap quarterback. And so far, they're working really well together. Kev Prime in LA says Debo last touchdown was kind of underthrown arm strength. It was nice. Back shoulder perfect. Andrew Penaloza, $2. Jay Figs Ramon says Bell snagging a nice one. Thanks for the coverage. It was nice. Chase Andrade says victory, Fernando. You guys are silly, but okay. Fernando, Fernando, you guys are silly. Debo Samuel stepped up. Feels like he was out of shape last year, but then the team traded for Christian McCaffrey, and he got sort of put on the back burner. It was McCaffrey and Ayuk, and those guys were taking over, and that's those are the two best players on the offense. At least they were getting the most bulk of the touches. Then Ayuk gets hurt for one game. He'll be back next week most likely. Debo steps up, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, they need you again. And what does he do? 131 yards from scrimmage. Breaks like 1,800 million tackles. Looks great. When he plays like this, he might be the most difficult player in the league to tackle. 
might be the most dangerous weapon in football. I still think Christian McCaffrey is the best player on the team, but Debo was better than him today. And as consistent as Christian McCaffrey is and as versatile as he is in the run game and the pass game, when it comes to big plays, Debo's the man. Not Christian, not Ayuk, not Kittle. It's Debo. He had a third and 15 today where he caught the ball behind the line of scrimmage and went for 40. That's the kind of stuff he did two years ago. The kind of stuff he didn't do last year. Only bad thing was he got hurt at the end of the game. He caught a pass over the middle, broke four tackles, landed on the ball, lost his wind, uh, thought he might have broke a rib, but probably didn't. So, Kyle, stop overusing your players in the fourth quarters of games you're winning by double digits, please. God forbid you get one of these guys hurt in the fourth quarter of a game you're winning by double digits. You have Elijah Mitchell and Jordan Mason freaking use them. Can't let Debo Samuel keep getting injured. Players like him. Also, when, when one of your best players is on the ground, Kyle, you might want to walk out and see him, talk to him, as opposed to searching your play sheet for the next play. It's a bad look. You did that when Trey Lance got hurt. You did it when Debo got hurt today. You can walk out. You're up 10-something. I'm just saying. Refs were crap also. Okay. Eric Jensen, short week, Kyle trying new stuff, smokescreen. New stuff, smokescreen. J.R. Beckles, it's okay to say you were wrong about Purdy, Grant. I've never been wrong a day in my life. Not one day. It's going to be a quick post-game show. I don't have much to talk about today. Giants freaking suck. That's what I have to say. Trent Williams. Trent Williams is a little interesting because everyone acknowledges or agrees that he's the best left tackle in the game and he makes a ton of money and he's pretty much never criticized. But today he had three penalties in the first half. Three penalties in a game for an offensive lineman, let alone the best one in the league, is, a, is crazy. It's a lot. But three and a half? And one of them was a punch in the face? In the face? Is he going to get suspended next week? Probably not. But, like, what is the deal with Trent Williams? He never practices on Wednesdays. He practices once a week. And he comes out here and commits a bunch of penalties? I mean, great player, but, like, dude, can you be a little bit more accountable? I don't know. I guess it does. It, it doesn't matter because the Niners are three and zero, and they score thirty every game, and they and they win by double digits all the time. But eventually, they're going to have to face a good team, and Trent Williams can't do stuff like this against a good team. What was he thinking? Yeah, he got punched in the face first, but like, dude, surprised he didn't get thrown out of the game. And I just want to point out that he never practices on Wednesdays. Does he need to practice? I guess not, but I don't know. Should have. Three, three. I'm going fast today. I don't know. It's late. Um, Cowboys defense lost their best corner thoughts. Not good for them. Diggs, although the Niners have destroyed him. Can we get a Fernando for the dub? Man, I've done like eight Fernandos, but since you gave me 199, Fernando, Fernando. Frank, oh, Frank Tom Ocean says, thanks, Grant. You the man. No, you the man. No, you the man. Suchin says, every game minus Eagles and Cowboys is going to be like this. It seems we're just coasting through these bad teams waiting for the D.C. and Philly real test coming. Yeah, man. Any These NFC teams are terrible. Whose Niners jersey would you get? Jake Moody. 
Wouldn't it be kind of funny to walk around with a jersey that says Moody on it? Four. Moody. I think that's pretty cool. Christian 002 says, Bosa said the D-line played well. Do you agree? They had only two sacks. Thoughts? Yeah. I mean, they gave up like two yards of carry. They gave up like had tons of pressure. Yeah. Matthew Kawat. Ko Matthew says, Fred Warner has a podcast. You should get him on. Man, he's got his own podcast. He ain't got time. Maybe. Fast says, hair looking thin, Grant. Niner win again. I know, it is bad. I'm getting old. I'm getting gray hair. I'm stressing. Look like crap. <laughs> I look the way I feel. Jay Figs Ramon says, Kyle's running McCaffrey up the middle on the first play for the last 10 games. Nice to see Mitchell. Did you guys forget about Elijah Mitchell? He's still on the team. Apparently, he's still on the team. Kyle Shannon really went away from Debo in the NFC Championship fourth quarter. Shake my head. Yeah, like he stuck with Debo to the very end today. But he wouldn't go to Debo in the fourth quarter of the NFC Championship game against the Rams. How about that? Good call, Suchin. Steve Supremo says, Brendel has snapped the ball every week, now almost leading to turnovers. I've never seen a streak like that. Snap the ball early every week. Yeah, Jake, what's going on? Premature snappage. No one likes that. Diego says, Dre Greenlaw penalty drink. And it's always a 15-yarder. Here's two bucks just because says Andy 707. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. Right side of the O-line, still Swiss cheese. It's going to be that way. Do you ever notice when they try to run to the right, what happens? Usually the running back is hit in the backfield. They had that one where McCaffrey ran to the right and the, and the linebacker hit him like for a five-yard loss. Guess who didn't make that block? His name rhymes with Schmolten McSchmivitz. I'm not going to say who it was, but I will say that his name rhymes with Schmolten McSchmivitz. That's just a, that's, that's a, it's a clue. Eric Frere, mon frere, has, is a new YouTube member. Merci. All right, last topic. The quickest post-game instant reaction ever. The Niners won. The other team sucked. Congratulations, 3-0. Nick Bosa got a sack. He was on the schneid with zero sacks in his last five games, only one in his last seven, going back to last season. But now he's off the schneid. One sack today, two in his last eight. That's great. Thing is, though, he didn't get blocked on that play where he had the sack. They tried to block him with the tight end because they saw the Niners do that in the NFC Championship game and have so much success blocking Hassan Reddick with Tyler Croft, as you know. They were like, oh, let's do that with Daniel Bellinger against Nick Bosa. And Daniel Bellinger didn't even touch him. And Bosa sacked Daniel Jones at the two-yard line. Great. But, like, that doesn't necessarily mean that Bosa's out of a sack slump. Like, he didn't get blocked. He didn't beat anyone. He didn't beat an offensive tackle. He didn't beat a tight end. He just ran straight. Great. But I still am a little curious about Nick Bosa. I feel like beyond that, he's more quiet than we are used to. He's not as good or he's not as productive as we're used to. Still good. But not ever anymore and i don't know why maybe that's another guy that either the book is out on him or he's not playing his best after signing a big contract i've seen the niners do that a lot so i still think he's got something to prove d-line was dominant they played against a bad team with a bad offensive line eric armstead got pressure but had no 
statistics. You know who's really good, though? Javon Hargrave. Really good. Nick Bosa, got to see more. Aaron Russell, new member. Thank you. Monty says, shout out to Kyle Juszczyk, getting paid $6 million to average one rush every three games. <laughs> Let me do my, my use check impression because it's been a while. Here's use check. He's, he's on the sideline. He comes running on the field. And then he's in the huddle. And then he goes and he stands right behind Purdy. Then he goes in motion. Then he goes back in motion. Then he runs in motion. And then, and then he goes off the field. And then he stands there. Then he comes back on the field. Then he goes in motion. Then he goes in motion. Then he runs around motion. You think any team sees Kyle Juszczyk going in motion and says, crap, what are we going to do about juice? What are we going to do? How do we stop the juice? It just seems like the lamest window dressing ever. Like, all he does is just wear out grass. The grass at Levi Stadium hates Kyle Juszczyk. It's like, here he comes again. With his cleats, stepping on us. What's the purpose? Is he going to get the ball? No. Is he going to make the key block? Probably not. But here he is, wearing us out. Get him off the field. Shout out to Kyle Juszczyk for sure. Frank Tom Motion, member for six months. Metal drums, that Bosa sack should have been a safety. No. Forward progress. SJ Braveheart says, yo, Grant with Freddy Krueger sweatshirt. Keep doing your thing, Grant. Best in the biz. Man, I'm just in the biz. Happy to be in the biz. I don't care if I'm the best. I feel like people are coming from my number one spot. Man, I don't care. I make Enough. I don't need to be more than I am. I just want to be Grant with Lil G and Lil C. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to stay grounded over here. Stop pumping my head up, SJ Braveheart. I blame you. Somewhat. Tristan says, would you become a fan after retiring? Say yes. Now, no. No. No, I have too much fun when this team loses. I'm sorry. It's not that I root for them to lose because I want them to go to the playoffs. My January is much more lucrative with playoff games to cover as opposed to none. So, yeah, I want them to be good. Go to the Super Bowl. But I can't deny that I enjoy myself in these post-game streams one way or another. But when they lose, I'm like, all right. It's my time. Here I go. But they don't lose very much. So you really got to savor it when it happens. I don't think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change. I can see myself as 75 years old watching the Niners lose and being like, ha ha, let's, let's do a stream about it. Or, or let's not do a stream. Maybe I'll just be retired. Jordan Mason played too. Wow, says Eric. I know. Why are we playing press man more? They did a lot on third down today, and I thought it was a big reason why the Giants were so bad on third down, 25%. 
you're not that guy, pal, says, why won't we trade for sign a better right tackle? Because the Niners are all about having cheap offensive linemen. If you think about it, they spend a lot of money on the left tackle, the running back, the fullback, two wide receivers in the tight end. Six elevenths of the offense. But left guard, center, right guard, right tackle, and quarterback? They're making no money. I think it's by design. I think the Niners feel that besides their left tackle and the coach who you guys know, has, he's going to be on with me tomorrow morning, did a video on his channel. To, uh, it was about it's, uh, Alex Gibbs, who like was the godfather of the outside zone, talking about how he wants players who aren't super great athletes on the offensive line. He wants guys taken later in the draft who were redshirted in college. It could be redshirted again in the NFL, not guys like Mike McGlinchey, who are really good athletes and get drafted high and are kind of like questionable in terms of toughness and desire. Guys who are dying to play football, but questionable in terms of talent. That's what the Niners want at right tackle. They'd rather have a guy making $1 million, Colton McKivitz, who's gritty, than a guy making $17 million and a little mentally... Uh, <coughs> Soft, like Michael Glinchy. That's the answer to that one. Generic name says Debo's ridiculously good with atrocious hands. And short arms. Whenever he tries to catch a ball, it's like... It's like... I don't know. He does the best he can, though. God bless him. But like him and Ayuk next to each other is like, one's got the go-go gadget arms, and the other one's got the little T-Rex arms. They should, I don't know. Chase, they should switch for a while. Chase Andrade says, my fiance has killed me when she finds out I paid a grown man to say Fernando three weeks before our wedding. But until she puts up two TDs and 310 yards, she can't tell me nothing. Nothing. Chase, I support you. You just gave me 10 bucks too. I'm going to read that again because it was funny. My fiance is killing me when she finds out I paid a grown man to say Fernando three weeks before our wedding. But until she puts up two TDs and 310 yards, she can't tell me nothing. Man, I bet you she's had better nights than Brock tonight. Come on. Chase. Am I wrong? All right. I don't have that much to talk about tonight. It was a Thursday night football game. The Niners won by 18. The Giants are terrible. We're never going to see them again. The Giants, the Niners are really good. They're going to play Arizona next week. Beat them. And then they got the Cowboys. I'm looking forward to that. Will the Niners ever lose a game this year? Probably. Hopefully, for my sake, because I just enjoy being a jerk. On air, about the 49ers. No, I enjoy being positive, too. Positive things I said today. Brock Purdy, biggest bargain in sports. Debo Samuel, back to 2021 form. Trent Williams throws a good punch. I don't know. I'm done. I don't have more things to say. Go to bed. Hold on. I'm nobody you need to know. Says Giants Bliss, 5-7 guys on 84.6% of Purdy's throws. Cool. It was effective for three quarters until they ran out of gas and talent. Connor Coke says 68 is by far the worst starter on the team. Or 74. Or 26. 
I'm out, guys. It's 1108 in the West Coast. I'm going home. Thanks for watching. I'll be back tomorrow at 10 o'clock on the West Coast with the coach. See you then. Hold on. Eduardo. Tyshawn Raekwon continues dropping passes as Debo. It's true. It, 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 until he catches the passes, he's Tyshawn. Tactilapus. Tactical. I can't do that. Was Purdy's pass to Debo at the end there a good one for you? It wasn't the left side line. Sorry if you already answered. It was a great pass. I loved it. Freaking loved it, man. Thanks for watching, everyone. I'll be back tomorrow.